What's up and welcome to the Active Amputee Podcast. Everything people with a limb difference need to live an active and exciting lifestyle. I'm Bjorn Eser, the founder of and shaker and maker behind the Active Amputee. And you're listening to episode number 15. Episode number 15 is a special Christmas edition and it's all about books by and about people with a limb difference. And today I have the pleasure to welcome five authors on my show, people who have written books about a limb difference. Five people, five different stories, five very different approaches, and I'm really happy to welcome all of them on the show today. So let's get started right away with Kendra Herber and her book, Whole, A Leg Up on Life. Welcome, Kendra. Tell us about your book. Hi, my name is Kendra Herber, and I am a right below knee amputee. I lost my foot when I was two years old, but it stemmed from a birth deformity. I had two missing toes when I was born, and my right foot was crooked and turned outward. My fibula bone was missing, so it was about an inch and a half shorter than my left leg. There's just a lot of things that were wrong. They tried a bunch of different techniques to correct it, but none of them really worked. So when I was two, my parents had the really hard decision of deciding to amputate. And a book that I recently wrote called Whole, A Leg Up on Life really highlights that story and shows a unique perspective of my parents and the struggle that they had mentally to allow the doctors to remove a portion of me. And that was just so hard on them. So I think that's something that a lot of people could kind of learn from and just their struggle. Um, my book also kind of just follows my whole life. It goes from birth to present I am 35 years old now, so it spans about 35 years. Um, it starts off, again, just dealing with my parents' insight to the whole thing and raising a child who is different than the norm. But then it goes into my struggles, just the physical pain that I endured from my prosthesis not fitting correctly. Then it went more into the emotional side of things, especially as I got older and into middle school and high school and things like that. People were just mean, as most adolescents are, uh, trying to find their way, and they were just ruthless, really. And I had to navigate that and try to learn how to stand up for myself and still keep my own confidence despite dealing with that on a daily basis. Um, thankfully, I had a really great support system, and my sister, my parents, my friends, they really stood up for me and had my back and got me through that challenging time. Um, later on in life, I had to deal with the confidence issues of you know, just being a teenager and wanting to be a pretty young lady and trying to get attention from guys. Then my uh, struggles 
of just the fitting as I got older, things have started to really change. My body's changing. And also my book talks about some of the insurance issues that I've had to struggle with. And lastly, another struggle would just be the pregnancy. I've had two daughters and being pregnant with a prosthesis is challenging. So it talks about some of those hurdles that I had to jump over there. But It also talks about some of my accomplishments. I have been able to be really active. I have run a 5K. I bike all the time. I can swim. One of my best memories that I talk about in my book is snorkeling in the Great Barrier Reef in Australia because I just didn't think that I could do it. And I was so glad that I proved myself wrong and that I was able to face my fear and do it anyway. Um, mountain climbing and just any kinds of physical feats I've really been able to do. And I'm proud of myself for that. And really, I hope to encourage other people, maybe even inspire them to tackle things that maybe they don't think that they can do. And if they see a person with one leg doing it, then maybe they'll be motivated to try it themselves and think, well, yeah, sure, I can do that too. Um, Right now, I also kind of run my own blog, and I am dabbling in modeling a bit. I just really want the world to see that amputees can be beautiful, and we have a story to tell, and we shouldn't be hidden. We should show the world our differences and celebrate them, really. So I have a bunch of things to look forward to, and I just would love for you to check out my book and hopefully it will really impact you in a positive way. The next book we're going to hear about is by Linda Olson. Her book is called Gone, a memoir of love, buddy and taking back my life. So please welcome Linda Olson. Hello, my name is Linda Olson. I am a triple amputee. Both of my legs have been amputated above the knee and my right arm at the shoulder. And today I would like to introduce my book, Gone, a memoir of love, body, and taking back my life. When I was 29 years old, while traveling with my husband's family in Germany, we were hit by a train, and that's when I lost both legs and my right arm. The reason I decided to finally write this book after 40 years of being an amputee was to show other people with acute injuries or chronic illnesses that with the support and love of their family and spouses, they can have what we would call a normal life. In my book, I go through the rehab process, learning how to use new prosthetic legs, going back to work with my real goal to become independent again. I actually went back to Los Angeles a year after the accident and lived on my own for a year while I finished my radiology residency. It was interesting to try and decide what to put into a book like this. It's not a narrative of everything that happened to our lives over those 40 years, but it's more samples of the things that we all do as families, 
uh, over those years. I talk about building a house, getting pregnant, and having two children, doing things like learning how to drive, and working as a radiologist for 30 years. Probably what I'm most proud of and what I really wanted people to see was how we started getting our children back out into the wilderness. When our son was five and our daughter was eight, we made our first wilderness trip to Yellowstone Lake with a family who had small children also. For four days, we canoed and camped and had a wonderful time period. Over the next 10 years or so, we did many wilderness vacations up in Canada, many of which were canoeing and kayaking for over 100 miles in a couple of weeks' time, where we barely saw other people. What we learned to do was to put me in a boat or a kayak or a canoe so that we didn't have to carry me. However, when I did need to be carried to portage between bodies of water, my husband Dave created a backpack which I could ride in and which we've used for the last 30 years as he's carried me on hiking trips up into the Sierras and in places around the world such as South America, New Zealand, and things like that. I think when I finished the book, it dawned on me that using my children's voice would be kind of the bookends that would validate the process and also be the living proof that despite a severe disability, when you work hard enough at it and have the support of your family and friends, you can go on and have a normal life. I would love to have you read my book. I hope that you find it to be encouraging and an example of how to achieve your dreams and goals. So, and that brings us right on to our next book with our next author. The next book is by Katie Kohlberg Memmel. Katie's book Five Fingers, Ten Toes, A Mother Story of Raising a Child Born with a Limp Difference is about her son, Tony. So, please welcome Katie Kohlberg Memmel. Hi Bjorn, thank you for inviting me here to share my story with all of the active amputees out there. I hope everyone is doing well. My name is Katie Kohlberg Memmel. In 2012, I wrote a book about my son, Tony Memmel, entitled Five Fingers, Ten Toes, A Mother's Story of Raising a Child Born with a Limb Difference. Back in 1985, I gave birth to our first child, a baby boy. My husband and I had no idea that Tony would enter this world without his left forearm or hand. He was born with about an inch below his left elbow. We were both shocked, but I took it hard. I asked a hundred questions as to why it had happened and what the future might hold for him and for all of us. I admit I cried a lot. I loved our little boy, but also had fears of the unknown. How would Tony's arm affect his life? I mean, would he crawl, play music or sports? Would he be bullied, have friends? What about love? I just didn't know. After I got home from the hospital, our pastor stopped by. 
I felt hesitant, but was so glad he came because that conversation changed my life. As I laid out all that had happened, he could tell that I was far down the road with my thinking. He suggested I take life one day at a time. Then he shared that God often takes what the world considers weakness and turns it into strength, that God could use Tony's arm for good. He left me feeling encouraged and excited to see what might happen. In the meantime, I knew I had a lot of parenting work to do. Honestly, none of my early fears became reality. Tony was not bullied. In fact, he has more friends than anyone I know. He played numerous sports, and yes, he found love. But one of the most significant happenings was how he learned to play the guitar, one-handed. His passion to learn was strong, so with much trial and error, he taught himself, and he's become very good. Because of his strong singing voice and songwriting ability, he is now a professional musician running his own music business. I hope your listeners will check him out at TonyMemmel.com. As the internet grew, I discovered that in the limb difference community, there were many young families asking the same questions I'd asked years before. As I began sharing our experiences of successfully raising Tony, people seemed comforted knowing that a limb different child could grow up and do so well. Were the times we'd lived through now helping others? I began to receive comments like, Katie, your stories are so funny, sad, true, helpful. You should write a book and share them with the world. I decided to try. The writing process took me about two years. I walked the reader through our everyday life with Tony, a congenital amputee. It spans from Todd's and my early days all the way to Tony's college graduation. Reliving my early days of motherhood was difficult, yet healing. Sometimes I'd sit here with my box of Kleenex and cry as I typed. Other days I'd sit here all by myself, laughing, remembering some of the fun and silly times we lived through. Present day, not only is Tony a performer, he also shares his inspiring message of hard work, determination, and never giving up. He speaks in schools of all ages and types, churches, hospitals, you name it. He's traveled to 48 of our 50 United States. And since 2016, he has begun working as an American music ambassador. So far, he's traveled to 17 countries worldwide. Sometimes I can't believe it. Bjorn, I shake my head when I think back to my pastor's words about how God uses what the world views as weakness and turns it to strength. I can't help but marvel at how true that statement is in Tony's case. His life has been an amazing journey. Thank you all for listening. Good. That brings us to book number four. The fourth book of today is by Marsha Therese Danzig and it's about yoga for amputees. 
So please welcome Marsha Therese Danzig with her yoga book. Namaste. My name is Marsha Therese Danzig. I am a below knee amputee and I lost my leg to bone cancer when I was 13 years old. I've been practicing yoga since the mid 1980s. Yoga has helped me as an amputee find my way back to my home, my body, and to no longer think of my body as something that betrayed me, but something that supports me. Yoga has restored my confidence and helped me with tremendous odds, such as kidney failure, transplant, and heart issues. It's a sustainer of health and well-being. It's because of yoga that I began to teach to amputees and non-amputees alike. Eventually, I developed a program called Yoga for Amputees, and finally, a book. The book is called Yoga for Amputees, The Essential Guide to Finding Wholeness After Limb Loss. This book is very rich with information, not only about how to practice the basics of yoga, but how to practice the basics of yoga with your level of limb loss. It not only goes into how to with poses, it actually goes deep into the meaning of yoga and why yoga can be a healing for body, mind, and spirit, and especially can be a resource for amputees to reclaim and restore their sense of wholeness. My life journey has been a trajectory of many challenges. From the first time I was diagnosed with bone cancer at the age of five, where I was given death rates and a 15% chance of survival. I'm now almost 60 and movement has sustained me for so long. I also wrote a book called From the Roots, a memoir of what happens when you fight death and win. It's a womanly book. It's a book of poetry, grace, humor, and joy. It's not easy and it's not hard <laughs> in the sense that so many things that we go through in life are universal and yet unique. What's helpful for this book is for those who are asking why. Why did I become a diabetic? Why did I lose my limb? And trying to find the meaning in all of it. According to one review, this book is a timeless story of witnessing the unfolding of one's spiritual petals to see one reach unflinchingly for the sun despite injuries to its roots, lack of watering, or damage to its leaves. The books that I mentioned are both about hope. Hope that life is worth living. Hope that there's a purpose and a meaning even to our limb loss. And hope that we can find resolution by going beyond just the here and now into the spiritual realms of our well-being. The Yoga for Amputees book has beautiful pictures of fellow amputees doing beautiful yoga poses in a chair, on the floor, and standing. 
from the roots is divided into triptychs, which is a series of threes. So there's story, poem, and story again. The story that's second is always resolution. I thank you for listening to me, and I welcome you to reach out and learn more about how yoga can be helpful for those of us who have limb loss. For those of you who have been through a lot of chronic illness, my book, From the Roots, can be really, really supported for you on finding your life journey. As we say in yoga, Haryom Shanti, 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 which is peace, peace, peace. Om is our home, finding our way back home. Thank you. And last but not least, here is our last book for today. The last book is by Stephen McElprang and it's called The Hopabout, Right Back to Where I Belong. This book is fresh off the printing press, it's less than three weeks old, so please welcome Stephen McElprang. Hi there. I'm Stephen McElprang, or others know me as Mac, or others in the comedy world as I've... Uh found myself stepping into know me as max steve um and other places they know me as a million different names that's just kind of how it is in the world i'm a aka which to break that down an above knee amputee on my left leg and a metatarsal which is midway through your foot so half my foot's cut in half well my one and two metatarsals and all my toes so I don't stub my toes anymore on my right foot. Uh, it, it flip-flops are just, just in, impossible. Like it, it's just, They were my staple footwear, and now I need staples to keep them on. It's just one of those things. What can you do? You li- That's just how it is. Today I'm introducing my book, The Hop About. There's a lot of different things. It's, it's about life. It's about, it's about, it's, it's for anybody. Yeah, there's a lot of different things in there, um, addiction, dealing with limb difference, obviously, because I went from none to having limb difference. I wasn't born this way. You know, there's a lot of, it's, it's it's hard, that's why I wrote a book, I wrote a book. I traveled around a lot of places, I saw a lot of beautiful things. I did what you wouldn't expect someone to do after, you know, they lose limbs. Um, which was sell my expensive prosthetic on eBay to buy a car so I could run again. That's not how you think you run around, but I thought, hey, I'm going to run in a car. And I ran around, and I got into national parks for free, and I took advantage of that, and I met some really beautiful people, and I saw a lot of things. And um, it's why there's a book. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you. Thank you so much, Stephen. Thank you so much also to Marsha, to Katie, to Linda and to Kendra. It's great that you took the time to present your books here on this show. I'm really grateful for that. I'm going to put links to all the books in the show notes. So if you're interested, if you're still looking for a nice Christmas present or if you just want to treat yourself to a nice book, you're going to find all the information in the show notes or hop over to my blog, www 
the activeamputee.org and you're going to find more information about these books there. So that's it for today. That leaves me with wishing you a nice season of Advent, a Merry Christmas and hopefully a Happy New Year. We're going to hear from each other in 2021. Until then, all the best. I hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the new episodes. And I would really appreciate it if you leave me a rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you want to learn more about The Active Amputee, make sure to head over to www.theactiveamputee.org where you find hundreds of articles from amputees for amputees. Articles filled with inspiration, information and encouragement to be active and live a rewarding life. I see you all again for the next episode. Until then, all the best. This is Bjorn from The Active Amputee.